Look at talk. Brand new episode starts right now. What's going on, everybody? This your man Victor from the Look at Talk podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and subscribing. Thank you all for the likes, the comments, all the love. Go ahead and subscribe if you have done so already on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Well, uh, y'all already know I got the drink pulled up. I'm on some browns today, you know, so uh, we don't mention sponsors. We don't mention liquor company names until they want to sponsor your boy, you know, so. But nevertheless, we got a guest podcasting out of Baltimore, Maryland. She is the host of the Mocha Minutes podcast. Welcome to Welcome to Look and Talk, Stephanie. How you doing tonight, Stephanie? I am good. Not as good as you. I'm like, look here, your your cocktail. I'm like, I'm intrigued. Don't make me leave my house to go to the liquor store. Go, I need to get this and this because this sounds delish. Listen, you follow my TikTok, you will get a whole bunch of ideas. Oh, oh say less. <laughs> say less. Yes, you will get a whole bunch of ideas. And... Don't threaten me with a good time. Because like, people oh. tell me. Shit, I've, I've had people tell me, hey, I need to go to the liquor store. I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> You're like, hello, that's why I have this podcast, to tell y'all to go get some fucking liquor. <laughs> yes, please, go get some fucking liquor. Yes, please. <laughs> Just wait till you see my next drink I'll come up with, because it got something to do with mocha as well. I ain't going to support the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But nevertheless, though, <laughs> tell the people about your podcast, the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Well, first, thank you so much for having me, and thank you for giving me ideas about alcohol. I'm like, ooh, fun. I'm, I'm a grown woman, but I'm the host of the Mocha Minutes podcast. It is a weekly topical podcast where I talk about current events, my single life, aka, um, talk about like reality TV. That's what I've been binging on for a little while, because, you know, hello, grief. Sometimes you need to take a break from real life and just focus on stuff that's fun, so Reality TV, scripted television, movies, basically anything that pops up in my head. And really, I started this podcast as a way of when I was podcasting. I've been podcasting for about, oh my gosh, it's 2023. Ooh, five years. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, somebody give me my bare back and body because now I'm like, oh, I, I just ache thinking about it because, you know, after a year, it's like, you still doing this? I'm like, yeah, girl, like, we still here. We out here. Um, so I did that because I didn't see at the time in my head um, podcasts that were co- like hosted primarily or singularly by Black women. So now that I do podcasts, I'm like, yeah, I kind of can't trip without seeing a Black female-led podcast. But at the time, um, I didn't see that. But also, I like to swim in nuance when I talk about things because some things are just... Like many things, they're, they're not black and white. It's very, very gray, and there's a nuance to it. So you could speak in absolutes, but then you may end up being Scott Al- Adams from Dilbert. Sound yeah, that's true. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, like, you sound stupid. It's like, yes, no, I don't do. want anybody sounding stupid. So. Yeah, that's the goal. You never want to sound stupid because guess what? Nowadays, when you sound stupid, there are repercussions, there are consequences. Yeah, you know? and I'm just like, and these a lot of people they're learning that you know they're learning their actions that are consequences, and nobody's mm-hmm. having sympathy for them. Like, I remember yeah. I saw a video of a woman going crazy at McDonald's, and guess what? Everyone went viral, and she gets back on social media crying because her job fired her. I'm like, 
Well, what the fuck you expect? You go to a damn service restaurant, giving these people a hard time. They already don't make enough money. And you up here bitching a storm and stuff over your food. And you throwing a hissy fit, but yet you don't realize nobody recording you. Of course they're going to do that, you know? I'm like, you doing all of this performance for a McChicken? I just want to make sure. Um, Please do this for a tomahawk steak. Please do this for something more. Not that, I'm sorry, um, McNuggets are like life. Like, I won't even hold you. However, comma, I'm not showing my whole ass for a six-piece at McDonald's. Like, are y'all kidding me here? And also, why are y'all, and I love when people throw around um, the First Amendment. That just means the government cannot come after you. That does not mean if you talk to me crazy, you're not going to get a fist in the mouth or you're not going to get cussed out. That like, First Amendment is not free from consequences. Well, it is free from consequences from the government. I'm not the government. Hell no, we're not the government around here. <laughs> like and, and hell, the government still be still will find a way to punish you too. That part. It's like they say government persecution. Persecution is a wild word when you're thinking about, you know, um the Bill of Rights and they talk about muskets and shit. <laughs> like, uh, what's persecution in these words? I don't know, girl. Two A was about muskets. Or at least when they had muskets. Yeah, I guess the head muskets and stuff. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, listen, listen. There's so much history and stuff. Uh, you know, hey, I gotta ask the people that specialize in history podcasts to talk about that stuff. You know, so oh, people who do history podcasts or even true crime podcasts, y'all are special people. Y'all are very, very special, especially people who um do true crime. I have a buddy who does the um podcast black girl missing black girl lost those kind of podcasts where you're talking about cold cases of black girls who have gone missing and nobody's looking for them i'm like that is a lot of emotional work you have to do that's a lot one it's good to get those um stories out there but that's a lot on you it's like wow yes i could have been this little black girl and nobody would be looking for me yeah the same with brothers, you know what I'm saying? There's plenty of black people that just go missing and nobody's and nobody looking. looks for them. It's like, oh my look, oh my daughter's missing. Oh, she probably ran away because she bad. My son is missing. Oh, he's probably, you know, he probably caught up in gangs or doing drugs. That's why that's why he gone. Oh, somebody mm. could have took him. Yes. Took her. Yes, it is. Um, that's why shout out to all the podcasters who be highlighting these stories and telling us these stories, and also shout out to the ones that tell us about our history and stuff. I know we didn't reach the end of Black History Month, you know, it's like, man, I know it gets tiring, but it's like, goodness. It is just, thank, it's like, it really is well-doing that you should not get weary in. It's like, because it's a lot of people. So I'm from Baltimore, and we have the phenomenon that was B-Gaddy. B-Gaddy <laughs> passed years ago. People who were still working with her, her family, her friends, everybody, they're still doing it. Because that's just the legacy of Begatti. And she didn't start doing this for fame or accolades. She did it because she saw a need of feeding people who were homeless, making sure they have food, especially on holidays. They still do those things on holiday and Christmas. It's a 365, <clears throat> excuse me, like, sorry, um, love. But they still do it. And the thing about it is, if it was just about getting fame and clout, 
it would have died off. It has not. There's not a person in Baltimore who don't know about BA or where it started. And it's still in Everett House because believe me, I know exactly where it is. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. So getting back to your podcast, what first got you started? What first made you say I want to do a podcast? Was it because the lack of black women in the podcast or what was it about podcasting that said I want to dive into it and start one on my own? So I'm going to shout out this person. His name is um, Rod. He hosts the Black Guy Tips. So I was a fan of his podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they have like a feedback show. And he would like read feedback and he said, and he was not speaking directly to me, but you know what happens when you're in church and you hear hearing the word and the pastor say one thing and you feel like he's speaking directly to you. He had said, you know, if I like all these feelings, they should start a podcast. And I'm like, is he talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, huh. But then of course you psych yourself out like nobody's going to want to listen to me. Nobody's going to want to hear my voice. And then you find out I want to hear my voice. And then you want to find people who also want to hear your voice, but also want to have conversations with you. And I think that's really what, um, what if I didn't hear someone say, if you have all these opinions and you feel like you can add to the conversation, start a podcast. And I was like, huh. I was like, okay. And so I did. And then I had to think about what I actually wanted to do with my podcast. And it's kind of like, I could sit here and go, do I want it to be just a diary and a journal? Do I want it to be like a um, a series where I talk about certain things? Or do I want to just talk about whatever I want during that week and just talk about a few things that I've seen as like, it makes me happy, it makes me sad, or it makes me want to literally pick up my musket and drive somewhere and shoot something up. I'm kidding. I would not drive anywhere and shoot anything up. I might write a nasty Yelp review. I'm kidding. I have a musket. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. So I wanted to have conversations where, especially some things that I didn't really hear people talking about. It's like, of course, we can talk about big things that's happening. Of course, give our opinion. But sometimes you're like, have you heard about this? And people are like, I did not hear about that until you talked about it. I'm like, really? It's, it's... And it always got me when people are like, hey, I don't watch the news. I don't listen to news. I just listen to you because I want to see what you're talking about. Like, mm. like believe me, because I didn't want to also just be one thing. I didn't want to just talk about just pop culture. As of late, I have been really talking about pop culture with reality TV. But again, a little grief. I'm like, I needed a break. But now I find myself getting back um, to going, I want to I want to have a nuanced conversation about a lot of different topics because when you think about how we do things and how we talk and how we live our lives, it's nuanced. We don't just talk about one thing. You don't just talk about liquor. I'm like, oh, I talk about other stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, it just happens. It's including liquor, but baby, I talk about other stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's the goal. You know, you find yourself talking about other things. Like, I remember I mm -hmm. went to um, go rent a, uh, a rental car place. The lady heard the name of my podcast. She was like, is this just a drunk tale? I'm like, no, lady, no. <laughs> is these your drunk hotels? No. Uh, is, Wait, is, should is, I add it? Yeah, I'm, is this just a drunk man talking about things? And then, you, and, then you, and then your family members were like, yeah, first I thought it was like that until I played one of the episodes. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then they, some of them, they find that one episode, they're like, they're like okay. 
I heard you talk to them and stuff. So, okay, now it's making sense. I said, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Please tap in and stuff. So, I totally exactly. feel you on that. So, like, did you're you like, wait? That's your voice, Victor? Yes. Like, yes, like that. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know you so, felt that way. <laughs> right. Yeah, because um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in my element right now. I'm where I'm comfortable at. So, right. how did it feel crossing over 200 episodes? Because I know when I felt it for me, I was like, damn, nigga, you made it. And then you right. really started to feel it when someone else has you on their platform featuring mm-hmm. you and they're harping back on it and they're giving you flowers. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate it. And then last year to get flowers from um, a podcast conference with Shepherds and Audios, they gave yes. me like, I said, wow, you know, I'm like, you did something here because it's like, it's hard mm-hmm. to stay consistent, but how did it feel for you when you looked up and you were well over 200 episodes? It was, it's so odd when I think about it because I didn't think about it at all. I would look at like how many years I've been doing it as opposed to how many episodes because I'm like, I'm at 222. Well, maybe 221 because I think I skipped a number. But you know what? Maybe God just wants me to skip that number. I'm not going back and changing nothing. Okay. I'm going to leave it exactly how it is. But now when I think about it, it's like in 200 episodes, I know that I've seen growth within me. So I think that's the first thing you notice. When you've been doing this for so long, you realize, hey, I've grown. Because like you want to bring, like initially you get your podcast, you want to bring a certain voice, but realize that your voice is going to probably change. It's like, you know, a kid, when they go through puberty and go through growth spurts, it's like all of a sudden the voice crack and all of a sudden you got your regular voice. So I think for me, it was just like, I cannot believe I've been doing 200 episodes. I only have 200 episodes. If I want to do like a, like, oh, what's your favorite episodes? I'm like, girl, all of them. It's like my baby. They're my babies. <laughs> I can't even think of one. It's like, oh, no, I love all of them. It's like, you asked me to do it. I'm like, I would have to pay someone to literally do a, <laughs> a recap show or do like a special of, you know, some of the best from the show. But because one, I'd be too critical of it because one, I enjoy everybody who's ever been on my podcast because one, you don't have to be here. And the fact that I had some really great conversations to really talk to some people. I'm like, I have been able to do this for like 222 episodes. This is nuts to me. And I'm like, wow. And there was just an idea on a Saturday of, oh, start a podcast? Me? No. And now I can't imagine me not having a podcast, even if I have to take time off sickness or just because like mental health physical and i say physical sickness sickness let me say that because when you lose, lose your voice it's like you can't do a podcast when you got a voice i mean you can find somebody to read it but it's not gonna be good um it's just amazing to me and i'm just really just thankful and i feel so blessed because one anything could stop you i think that's one thing about podcasting this is, unless you have a sponsorship and even then you could still go, yeah, I'm not going to do this. It's like, it's so such self-propelling. It's like, what are you doing this for? Because I want to do it. Because I like doing it. Because I'm good at doing it. Because I like having, because I like my content. I love my content. Yes. So it takes a lot. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, But it's like, for me, it's like, I like doing it as well. And I just, 
I tell people all the time, you got to have a passion for doing this because this shit ain't easy. This ain't easy it's to not. sit here and um, get on the mic and stuff and find things to give a fuck about. You know, that's, this, shit, this is not easy, you know. It's not easy to get up on the mic and also scheduling people and stuff and Honey. getting along with people. <laughs> and, like the first two the first two seasons of Look and Talk, I had a co-host, but then halfway through, I just realized it's just better to have guests on every week because mm. the guests will show up for you. And like, because um, some of your calls might not be feeling this. So it's like, you mm. got to find a way to push through that thing. And so that's, that's what definitely yeah. kept me going. So I definitely feel all of that. Like what you had to say about, you know, going over the episodes and stuff. And yeah. this is, so how did you feel? Were you surprised when Talib brought you up? You're like, wait, what? <laughs> like you see I- me? Listen, I was I was genuinely shocked when it happened because here's what happened. I was in another um I was in uh, another breakout session, right? Mm. And somebody I had rolled with, somebody I was cool with, they had they had made it out right. They text me like, "Bro, they calling for you. You may need to get down here." And and I'm like, I'm trying to get out of here, but I wanted to speak to this brother who just had this awesome breakout session because mm. I'm going to at him. But don't you hate when you're in a breakout session? And somebody just asks a dumb question that's way out in left field. I'm like, come on, this ain't got nothing to do with what this man was talking about. And now, so now I'm like, I don't want to be disrespectful and walk out right. on this man, but right. this man asking some dumb question, which was way in left field. So now I'm having to walk out and stuff. Now, see, Talib had told me already, you're going to be honored. I was like, really? I'm like, honored. You're like, for what? I'm like, honored for what? <laughs> I did my, that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, honored for what? But, you know, when he told me, I said, I appreciate it. But in my head, I'm like, okay. But then next thing you know, um, my dog, he had told, he had texted me. He was like, bro, you need to get down here. You need to get down here. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then next thing you know, they said, oh, here he is, the man of Look and Talk for 200 episodes. So it was, it was nice to be in front of everybody, you know, to be called up there, so. And also shout out to Corey as well, like Corey from Black Podcast and Association, because okay, me after right after I dropped two hundred episodes a week later, nice. I was on with him. And he talked to me about it as well. But I will say this though, there were there are some conversations within the two hundred episodes. Um, I liked them. There were some people mm. that were great, but you know, I really liked you if I did another episode with you. I'll, I'll say that. Mm. That's how you know I really liked our conversation because there were some people I've had conversations with, and I'm like, yeah, I hope you enjoy this because I'm definitely not having you back on. You know, I'm just gonna keep it real. Like, if you're gonna come on my podcast, I'm grateful you're here. I appreciate yeah. you here, but I need you to bring it. I need you to be be yourself. I need you to. Give me a good episode, not not giving me something while I'm playing back. And I'm like, you sound dumb, you know. <laughs> and that's part of your growth. And that's part of your voice because you realize like, uh-uh. one and done. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Got it. Yes. And I, and I think that's fine, too, because you're just kind of like, yeah, this is great. I don't think you're going to do this again. But this was great. Like, you know how you know how to fake you make, make your notes like okay note self not doing this, not doing this definitely not definitely not doing this again and mm-hmm. you know what look I, I don't care who if if all I remember you for is pinpointing you for an episode where I'm like okay I don't want this and a guest again mm. yeah you're definitely not coming back on you know <laughs> <laughs> like I said I don't Ooh. I don't 
I don't know what those people, you know, I, like I said, I wish them the mm-hmm. best. I like, I hope they do prosper, you know, but look, we, we take episodes seriously around here, you know, so it's okay. like, if you're not okay. going to come on here and, you know, you ain't going to be ready to go, if you're going through something, let me know. We'll talk about it. But mm-hmm. you know, ain't even, I'm not even going to give you that excuse because I started looking talk. I go through all kind of hell, but guess what? The world's still getting looking talk, right? Right. And you know I mean? I know, Sometimes it's just your escape. You're like, okay, I need to put this little block here. All right, yeah, you can go wild out out there, but let me get this episode done. Okay, episode done. Keep on wilding. Mm-hmm. Yes, keep on wilding. That's right. Just keep on wilding. Mm-hmm. So tell me this. What's something you wish you would have known about podcasting before you got started? <laughs> Editing. <laughs> Editing. And the literal pushing that you have to do. Like to literally record or schedule to record when you do not feel like it. Mentally, you're like, if y'all say, oh, I ain't coming. Oh, good, because I ain't want to come anyway. Those moments of, I want a podcast, but I honestly don't feel like doing it. And I think that's what a lot of people don't talk about or they don't mention. It's like, that's the part where it's like, yeah, y'all don't mention how it's like, it's very, you got to propel yourself. And also, it is very hard, especially when it's like you're doing it yourself. Yes, it is very hard. And also, another thing I will say, people don't what they'll pray for is people not letting you down, people ghosting you, and people coming up with excuses for why they can't pod. It's like, and also, I will tell people this: it's like I didn't realize how much the podcast will you, how much podcast just becomes your vision, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once you tap mm-hmm. into that, and it is amazing. So now you find yourself holding other podcasters to that same standard. So that's why yeah. if somebody misses an opportunity, you know, your opportunity might not be coming back around, you know, because mm-hmm. not to mention, I don't know, I'm not going to name them names, but there's some people that should have been on the season <laughs> premiere of Liquor Talk of this past season who missed it. I'm not quite sure if I'm going to call them back for Liquor Talk again, you know. They better... Ooh. Call me for the episode, you know. Yeah. I, listen, this is one of those I said what I said because, you know, listen, I, I value my vision, you know. And what mm-hmm. that tells me is you don't value my vision the way I do, which I, re- I respect because you can't, you got to give people that leeway. You know, people is not going to value something the same way you do. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to show up for the person. Like, if you told me, hey, I need you for an episode, I'm going to move heaven and hell to make sure I'm there for you, God damn it! you know? That's me. That's me. I'm going to make sure I will move heaven and hell to make sure I'm on with you, you know what I'm saying? If you invite me to your podcast, because like you said, it's an honor and privilege to be on someone's podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. You coming in April. We're going to find a day. Okay. All right, you know it. <laughs> it's like because the thing about it is it's like i used to do like batch scheduling because i'm like oh it's a theme for a month and i want all of these months and i'm like i gotta get back to that but again i say hey grief it's like because i totally can resonate with that where you're like i don't like ghosting people i truly don't like especially when it comes to podcasting because i'm like one this is for free Unless you're paying somebody, and there's a lot of people who do not pay people to be on podcasts. And by the way, if someone says, I'm going to charge you to be on my podcast, girl, oh, you're yeah. Run, Ooh, I forgot. Run, Listen, run, I forgot that red flag. Run. I forgot that. There was one person that was like, hey, there's so-and-so to be on there. And I looked at their profile. I'm like, 
I got more followers than you. Why the you're hell are you charging me? Or you're charging me for like, oh, your podcast, but I have more followers than you. Or talking about, oh, you want me to be a guest? This is how much my fee is. Have you lost it? Are you unwell? Should I? I'm sorry. Should I go get the church mothers to pray for you? It sounds <laughs> like you're on the second shut-in list. It, that's, that's that's what that's shout. And you know what's funny is, uh, do you know how many celebrities would probably get on your podcast for free? That's the crazy thing. Especially I they want to talk. It's like, let's talk. I haven't had any on yet. Now, knock on wood, we're going to meet some that won't come on, but I haven't <laughs> had any on. But any celebrities might come across this, come on down to look at talk, you know what I'm saying? But Okay. Like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We need sitting on the mic drinking? Okay, when we doing it? When we doing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, let's go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. Remember, the more you drink, the better we sound. I sound a whole lot better when you have some liquor. So get that liquor in your glass and keep it moving. And also tip your bartenders. But remember, don't get a drink from a bartender who does not drink. Because how the hell is that bartender going to know that this is a damn good drink when they don't drink them themselves, you know? Yes, I can't make this up. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is Look and Talk. We got the beautiful Stephanie over here from the Mocha Minutes podcast, y'all. So tell me, Stephanie, uh, what's your favorite kind of alcohol? Oh, the one in my glass. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love I love a good tequila. And uh, you know how some people say tequila makes them mean? I'm like, it don't make me mean. It makes me silly. I love a good oh, tequila. Man, you, you missed it. My first The, the first month I started uh, posting drink with drinks, I've been sipping on TikTok. I had hmm. a bottle of tequila. You missed it, you know. Really? What yeah. did you have? Um, I I had a couple of tequila based drinks. Um, like I said, I'll give you. I'll send you. I'll send over my TikTok. You'll you'll see it. You yes, know? please do because I want to see it. Because oh, so I'm talking about tequila. So I have a question. What do you think about the Rocks tequila? That uh, I like the Rocks tequila. It's really smooth and stuff. You know, I mm-hmm. really um. I really dig it. You know, I'm curious to try these other tequilas because I've been seeing people mm-hmm. on TikTok talking so much shit about celebrity tequilas and stuff. So right. I'm curious to try them all, you know. Right. I'm like, let me just see. Because I finally got to um, try it. And I was like, this is kind of smooth. I kind of like this. <laughs> I do, too. Um, Shout out to Simone from, what's that podcast? The Ladies Lair podcast. Shout out to Simone. Mm. She put me on to that. She was like, hey, you got to mm. try this tequila called Terramana. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll definitely try it. You know? I kind of, I kind of like it. I was impressed. I was like, hmm, because you think like the rock with tequila, because you think celebrities, and you're like, why are y'all doing tequila? Shit, but, I know LeBron got a tequila. I know Kevin Hart got a tequila. I know mm-hmm. Diddy got a tequila. I've tried De Leon. I, I liked that. It was a. It's I, okay. It, it was okay, but it didn't hit like um Terramana did. So mm, it's not as. Yeah, and if I was more, because I'm more of a like a white than a dark. It's like, but I, don't get don't get me wrong. I, lo- I love a dark liquor, but I know Uncle Shay Shay got his own. I think he has a cognac, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta find Uncle Shay Shay's cognac. That's next, you know. Yeah, it's like hey. just let me know because it's like I'm not a cognac girl. I don't mind it, but I don't love it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Then you wouldn't be crazy about this. Um, this cognac I'm on right now, you know. So I might be like, I don't know. I kind of like Duse. So I'm like, like when you think about Duse, I'm like, lemonade just does not pop up in my head. So I'm like, I am just sitting here intrigued. That's why I'm like, see, hmm. lemonade didn't really pop up in my head as a chaser until I went to this bar in Tallahassee called Top Flight. Um, they made oh. 
they made this um cognac and lemonade i was like oh my goodness this is amazing mm. now the next thing i have to try which is still my bucket list is the chick-fil-a lemonade mixed with some liquor that's that's what's next on my bucket. yes yeah i need to know because chick-fil-a lemonade is very intriguing because i'm like it seems like it would just mix so well but you don't hear people talking about mixing it people get caught up in the damn chicken and people get caught up in how good the chicken is and stuff and how good the customer service is that pickle brine got people in a chokehold i'm trying to tell you yeah and also the customer service too that's what really Hot got tier. people in a chokehold so it's like like I remember a few days ago, I I ordered through the app and stuff. Uh, I walked mm-hmm. in. They're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, are you Victor? Um, we got your order. Come on." I said, "Damn, y'all are good." Okay. <laughs> that, that that's why I love about Chick Fil A. So I was in the drive thru and I ordered, and I said, "Oh, hello!" And then that they took my order. I'm like, "Thank you so much." And so I get it to the window, and they were like, "The woman just turns out." Can I just tell you, thank you? Um, I have been working all day, and you're the first person to tell me. Thank you. You made my day. This was like at 7.30 at night. So I'm like, girl, what you mean? Nobody is saying thank you to you. I'm like, what? I'm like, is this weird? And I was just like, really? Y'all are busting y'all ass in here. Like, who? I don't get people who are like rude to people in the drive-thru or any like person serving you food. I'm like, that to me is just like, yeah, no. I'm like, I can't be rude to somebody just to be rude. If you give me that energy, that's totally different. But if you're not giving me that energy, I just walk in like, girl, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, no. But it's like, if you get nasty with me, I can give you that energy, but I'm not going to initiate any kind of nasty energy with anybody serving me food. Exactly. You know, so listen, I, I give them their props, you know, um, because that, that chick, that customer, that's that's why they get more money out of me than all the other places. It's like, they honey. It's on point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you can't match that. Actually, you can, like, at this store called Publix in Florida, you know, which if I ever left Florida, that's going to be the one thing I miss, you know. Probably is, because we don't have no Publix up here. <laughs> I hear about the Publix chicken chow, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's you good, just got a Raising Cane's in, um, here in Maryland. And I'm like, it's the first one. It's like, it, it's going to do the same thing that Sonic did. Where it was like four months lying out the door. Now, after a few years, not so much. You know, I have yet to try raising kings, and um, they, and I heard they put they put one in um in my hometown of Tampa. I'm currently in Orlando. Really? But they, they put one in Tampa, and I'm like, oh man, I gotta try one. But everybody mm. say everybody I see um, posting by, they say it's just it ain't it's it's not good chicken. Yeah, yeah, because I hear mixed reviews, but also it's kind of like. When you live in a place where like you don't have everything, because you know how they have those posts of which one got to go, and I'm like, so I've never had churches because we don't have them here. Damn, so I'm like, I don't know, in, in and out. It's like we don't have in and out. That's not all. Oh, listen, here. I've had listen, I've had in and out. You ain't missing nothing. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and spoil that for you. You, you ain't missing. So nothing. are the fries good? Because the fries is the one that I have the most mixed reviews on. The, the time I flew to L.A. The fries were trash. I even I even got them in animal style and everything. The fries were just trash. I'm like, wow, damn. Yeah, the, burger, the burger was okay, but the fries okay. were 
trash, you know. I'm like, and that's what it is. And people like make fun of us up here in Maryland because we like Royal Farms. They're like, y'all eat gas station chicken? I'm like, there's there's literally no way you can go to a Royal Farms without that's not attached to a gas station. But okay, yes, well, that, that chicken has people in a chokehold. Okay, well, hopefully there's a Royal Farms by where Afros and Audios is going to be, you know. It's going to be. It, it is. It's like, it's all over Maryland, but it's like, it's not just a Maryland, it's not a Maryland thing. It's like, but it's up here. A lot of people are like, gas station chicken? Like, shit, you know, when people, when Wawa first came to Florida, people were like, you getting a sub from a gas station? I'm like, I love Wawa subs. I love their soup. They have some good ass chili. Like, I love Wawa. Like, what's see, I, I don't think that, see, I don't even think they have chili down here. They don't? Oh. I see. I'm in Florida, you know. So mm-hmm. of course, because is it's chili warm. not a thing in Florida? Is that what chili, it is? I feel like chili could be, but it's warm weather down here a lot of the time. So okay. But um, mm-hmm. the chicken noodle soup is pretty good though. I I had got it one time when I was sick, and it was it was actually pretty good. They, the only thing I don't like, about, huh? Their food is good. Yeah, it depends on the Wawa though, because there's some Wawas. If you go mm. to the Wawa in the hood, ain't gonna be as good as. The one in a nice community. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. You know? <laughs> I'm just gonna call Ooh. a spade a spade. You know, I gotta gotta call a spade a spade. You know. Oh dang! But nevertheless, enough about these food. <laughs> enough about the food spots. If you like your food spots, hey, tell me what you like. Go ahead and comment, subscribe. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to no Caribbean spot where the woman ain't cussed me out before taking my order. I'm like, oh, she just cussed me out. This food gonna be good as shit. You know, listen, <laughs> like, listen, listen, side note, talking about people in New York, I'm coming to New York soon. You better take me to a spot where they don't speak no English because what somebody told me was if you go to a bodega in New York where they don't speak any English, that food is going to be busting. It really is. It okay. really is. It's like you better see at least three cats and you better hear a lot of Spanglish, okay? Or just straight up Spanish. It's like, no, it's like, Look, like you need to go to a bodega where someone is like they're not telling you, not talking to you. You gonna point to the little thing on the cash register and say, "Pay that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I want that right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make the justification myself. All right, <laughs> you know, I don't know what your relationship status is, but do you ever get this from people like, why is it that? Sometimes the people that we not really feeling, they put forth the most effort, but the ones we want, the ones we know that will give us the, that we would tap in and give the best effort for, we're, they're not feeling us or they're just trying to put us in a friend zone. Do you ever go through that with people, you know, because somebody mentioned that I was like, I want to do everybody go through that where it's the one you want giving you all the most effort. They they put forth the most effort to communicate and check mm-hmm. in and encourage you and mm-hmm. stuff. But the ones you really don't, but the one you want, they're just ghosting you. They just treat you like you're not even a priority. Have you dealt with that before? So my relationship status is single, and yes, the fuck I have. Again, which is why I say my singleness, aka the ghetto. I agree with that. Because I, I swear, it's kind of like you go, um, you get I mean, like you ever been out with somebody and you get the ick. You're like, I'm not feeling this, but that's the person who literally can't stop talking to you. It's like, girl, what? And then it's like, I don't want to be nasty. I'm like, I'm I'm really not feeling you. I mean, okay, so it's Wednesday, so I'll check in on Thursday to see if you're feeling me. No, no, what? Now I gotta block you. 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, look. Over the years, I've just learned to over. If somebody tells me that, hey, I'm not feeling you, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, At least I'm they're good. being honest. It's like I'm not feeling you. Good luck on your search. Mm-hmm. It's like I think it's really is fine to just people be that honest because when I don't like ghosting people. Because it's like, it's just very much like, when something happens to them, I'm like, oh, they just don't want to talk to me. They're like, oh, no, that's not it. It's just, I had a lot of stuff going on. It's like, yeah, I don't really know you that much. I don't know that. So it's like, I, I kind of have gotten to this age where I'm just going to be honest. It's like, like, are you interested in me? No. Yeah. Well, I don't want to waste your time. So good luck on your search. Yeah, I, I say the same thing. And sometimes my mind I be feeling bad because I'm like, damn, this person did was like yeah. um give me encouragement. Stuff. And they were they were giving effort and stuff mm-hmm. because I remember I went to a seminar and this lady, I think she kind of called me out in the comments on Facebook. It's like she was like, I sat right by you. I thought you were everything, but I'm like, but here's the thing about me. It's like when it's the when it's my very first time going to a seminar and I don't know anybody there. I'm not really trying to socialize, you know. That's when I get a little introverted, you know. Unless, unless mm-hmm. of course it's a networking event for like podcasts or something, different. Or something, yeah. something, something I'm interested in. But you know, mm-hmm. it was a it was a Facebook group. I came out. Um, I saw the chick, and it's just and what's funny about her is she. I'm gonna put this nicely. She didn't pass the sister test because. I have a sibling that some women I will run them by. You know, I'll send some women to my sister. And I'll let my sibling judge. Needless <laughs> to say, you know, she ain't passed it. She didn't pass the test. I'm mm. like, I'm like, she failed in bad colors. I'm like, you know, it is what it is. I ain't want to tell this lady that, but you know. And then you ever have you ever go somewhere and then someone randomly just sits sits at your table and you're like, who the hell are you? How did you? It's like you and your buddies are sitting at a table. Y'all got and all of a sudden this random person is like, hi, hello. Yeah, because like I said, I was literally at this seminar and I had a table to myself. And mm-hmm. this lady, she walks in late as somebody was talking, and she, I'm like, okay. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think nothing, you know. Uh, you're like, okay. Um, I you? didn't think. See, I didn't think she would recognize me on Facebook afterwards. That's oh, the thing. I'm like, oh, really? Damn. Do you feel like your picture is different than? In person, probably um, not. Um, sometimes they are, you know. Some sometimes it varies. It just depends on how I'm looking and stuff, mm. you know. It's like I ain't gonna lie. I did. I admit it. I will admit. Somebody did call me a catfish one time. I'm like, all, all, all I literally got. Listen, I can't make this up. Someone literally called me a catfish. I'm like, I'm literally a haircut away from being a catfish. Like, listen, you know. You ain't you gotta give me that, you know. So because there are people, there are people that will like that will look like three or four shades darker or lighter in person, you know. I I can't make this up, you know. Well, as a catfish fan, I'm like, yeah, cat. Like I don't know. This is what happens when you watch a show. When you watch the show, I'm like, yeah, the catfishes on there aren't what y'all think it is. It's literally like completely different. Not yeah, you know, to, that's like, I'm like, like a beard as opposed to clean shaven. That's not, yeah, not catfish dog. That, thank you. I, I'm glad you you see that because I'm like, are you serious? I'm, I'm like, because I watched the show as well because I found it um intriguing as well. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no way, ain't no way in hell you gonna call me a catfish when there's some people that actually look like catfish when 
a catfish is somebody that don't even look like the profile picture because I've seen somebody else's random pictures. You're like, what? Yeah, but you meet them in person, you're like, you don't look like this. Or like, or cosplaying is Bow Wow. I'm sorry. That one was the one where I was like, I know Bow Wow be like allegedly scamming y'all, but why would you think but girl what yeah listen and no i saw another one this one i heard on the breakfast club where the lady thought she was paying omarion i'm like yes celebrity you know it's gonna ask you for money them motherfuckers got money you for money you sending this person three grand what celebrity come come on who who what celebrity is gonna ask you for money i don't even give a damn if the motherfucker went broke who gonna ask you for money it's like what? It's like you got Katy Perry coming up on here. You're like, I'm sorry. Y'all saying you are whomst? Whomst are you saying you are? Who? It's like, and y'all like y'all not because the, the the girl who's cosplaying is Bow Wow. I'm like, one, she's a whole lady who likes men, and you are a lady. You need to find a lady who likes ladies. Because I'm like, I I feel like. You're not a bad woman. You can find a woman who likes women. I feel like there's a lot out there. Yes. But it's like, how, of all people, bow wow. And it's like, you are like literally getting your people to give you money so you can give this person. I'm like, girl, I, when I tell you, I'd be like, if I was your cousin, so when are you going to give me my money back? Because now, anytime you're like, hey, I need you. No, you don't. What's her name? Who you cosplaying and scamming now? Who is it? I'm like, no. It's like, come on, y'all. It is 2023. We don't need to be out here catfishing and scamming people. It, it, it's, it is 2023. You know, if you got to do that, then something is wrong with your life. You know you, you know you, it's bad. When Neve is like, I can't believe we still doing the show. I'm like, I can't believe bad. it either. When, when I saw that they still record episodes, I'm like, what? People when still like, I can't believe we still doing this. Did you not want? I mean, I, I guess you have other jobs that you can be doing because you're like, I can't believe I still got to do this job because people still all this damn all this damn technology and y'all still getting catfish. Uh, girl, what? <laughs> you, when the hosts are like, why are we still here? Then y'all should know there's something broken with us. Yeah, the system is definitely broken, you know, and also. <laughs> And also, and I've learned that people have a wrong character of judging what a catfish is and what a catfish isn't. So, yeah. So I'm looking at my women in the Midwest, like y'all need to do better. Because the chick that called me a catfish was from Cincinnati, you know. Is it weird that it's a lot of cat? Like the catfish stories are like Midwestern folks. I'm like, what the hell y'all be doing? What? Yeah, I need to know what the hell y'all be doing for real. Like, what, why are y'all in the Midwest? It's like, that's it. You know what? Don't make me go back and do the poll. Like, okay, so this is from, where the hell is everything in the Midwest? I haven't, I haven't seen one in Florida. I'm like, damn. I don't think so. I'm trying to think if I've seen anyone in Maryland. It probably has been one or two, but it's probably been like certain parts of Maryland. I don't think I've ever seen a Baltimore catfish, but I haven't, it was like, I don't remember all of them offhand, so... <laughs> Listen, people, it's 2023. Stop catfishing. And also, we need to stop wasting our effort on people that don't like us, you know? Because what I realize people will always waste their effort on someone who's showing you that they don't like you. But then when they when the shit hits the fan, when it finally sinks in, 
now is oh people ain't this people ain't that well no this person showed that they don't like you so if they're not giving you green flags to, hey keep pursuing me then no we're gonna keep it moving and because i see tiktoks about women asking oh why don't men do this why don't men do that i'm like well guess what you just dealing with the wrong men and also a lot of us men over the years we've seen the me too movements and stuff so you know we don't we don't keep it moving <laughs> I think it's hilariously funny to watch. Um, I am not going to waste my effort on any man who says they don't like black women. Like, okay, so I'm not going to talk to you. Wait, you don't want to like at least try to convince me? No, I'm not. Have a good day. Please do not come back to black women. You know, black women be like. I don't like this. I don't like that. And I'm not saying all oh, men. I'm not giving a percentage. I'm talking about the ones that are vocal enough to say this on on the internet. I'm talking about those people. The men that are vocal enough. And hey, also, you like, need, also shout out to the women who are just as vocal as well. Oh, black man, this black man. Yeah. I'm like, it's like we we talking about the people who are vocal enough. Is that? Yes. Oh, I don't like this demographic of people. I'm like, okay, you don't like us. Wait, why? I'm like, excuse me. I was profiled. I had I had this racism. Like you gonna stick up for me? Why you don't like us? We loud. Oh, you want you want the rhythm with not the blue. You, you want you want the Becky with the good hair, but when Becky with the good hair wanna all turn of a sudden it's like oh my, it's like all of a sudden come get me. Nah, it don't no, work. No, not 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 no, but I'm good because you waiting for everything to be. Jungle Fever. I'm like, you you didn't realize that movie's written by a black man, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, believe me, it's like, it's so funny when you talk to, like, and I'm one of those black women too. I'm like, girl, I don't care who you date. I really, truly don't. If that person makes you happy, they, if you love them, I like it. But what I don't like is you stepping on me to get to that person. You truly don't, baby. I will literally sidestep and let you get to her. You do not have to step on me to get to any place. Yes, maybe go not- there. I, I'm like, I will help you pack. Like, what is happening? Hold on. Do you do you need some gas money to get to your lady? Because <laughs> right. I will give you the I will cash app you right now. Hell yeah. I'm sorry, I'll I will cash app Zell no matter what you Please, like. You I will know. I will give I will start a GoFundMe for you to get your passport and fly somewhere. So the women are like, why the fuck are you here? And also, and yes, and also to all the people out there. When people find what they like and y'all want to criticize them, shut the fuck up because you know what? A lot of those people, they, they want to give y'all a chance because y'all kept curving them. So guess what? When that person finally moves the fuck on, don't be don't be looking for their attention like you should have had them, you know, because it's like, you know, they wanted you first, you know, but now you want to get on social media and talk shit about them because now you see what they end up like. You still sit in that same spot because the person you probably want is probably treating you like shit or they probably... See you as a side yeah. person. They'll see you as the main person. So you know, it's like you can't be the main event. I'm like okay, but then you're the main event with someone else. It's like, what the hell? I'm like, what do you mean? What the hell? You didn't want me. You said I'm not your preference. You said I'm not your type. Do not question why I'm this person's preference and type. Yeah, or why know, I'm like someone puts me on a pedestal. Right, Go because. God damn it, that's going to be a black woman that put me on the pedestal, God damn it. You know what? And I'm going to look like all the ones that curved me like, hey, you could have had this, you know, but hey, you know. You might so as well I just- said this in the clubhouse room, and uh-huh. I stand by this because I want a certain demographic or percentage of black men to understand this. 
when black women say they don't need you, please, but they want you, please understand want is a whole lot stronger than need. <laughs> it's a whole lot. Do you know how much we do because we want to do something? If I want to go see, I don't need to go see Beyonce. I want to go see her. Do you know I will move heaven and earth to make sure I got those tickets? If I want a certain bag or I want a certain trip or I want certain shoes and I want those things, I work harder for that. Yeah. If I want a mate, I work harder for that. I need to breathe every day. Sometimes my breathing is raggedy, but I'm still doing it. Ugh. I need to work. That job gives me the grayest of hairs and the migraineness of migraines, but I still got to show up. But when I want something, baby, oh, it's a whole lot different. And the thing about it is you should be wanted by your mate. I know a lot of Black women. I've been a Black woman for quite some time, at least 40 years. When a black woman wants you, oh baby, she can't shut up about you when she wants you. But if you sit with like, I need my woman to need me. I'm like, oh baby, I need to go to work. I hate that fucking job. Is that what you want? Because I hope that's not what you want. <laughs> like, I don't, you shouldn't be on the same level as a job, especially a job that is like, I hate to show up for. Like, it takes me seven snoozes to get out of bed to go to. But not Shit. my man. I will not snooze my man. If he's the man that I want. Oh, hey, and you know, I can say the same thing about women, because guess what? You know, all your women be saying, oh, us men don't do this. Us men don't do that. Uh, Yes, we do. Chivalry is still alive. It's just you got to find a man that wants you and that wants to put up with you, that wants to deal with you and stuff. Because if we want to, we will go through heaven and hell just like y'all would. That's mm -hmm. the thing about us black people. If we we on the even playing field. If we want something, yeah. my God, we're going we gonna to go through all hell to go through it. You know what I'm saying? If we want you, mm -hmm. we don't give a damn if we busting out the wall. I don't give a damn what y'all say. This is who I want to be with. Yes. I don't care what you say. Yes, and we're not going to give a damn what nobody says, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? We're we going to keep going. We don't care about your circumstances. Like, I don't give a damn if you're somebody with multiple kids. If you treat me right and I want you, you make me want you, guess what? Then you, I'm going right. to be rolling with you. And if requiring right. is that I play stepdad, then so be it, you know? Which mm -hmm. I will say I see a lot of sisters who aren't, aren't don't have their heart, but, you know, well, what I found is everybody will say what they ain't going to do, what they're not going to do and stuff, mm -hmm. but I'm just like, at the end of the day, what you gonna do when you find somebody that you want? Yeah, if that person that you want, sometimes when it's the person that you want, some things that you like, I would never do before. All of a sudden, you're fine with it. I don't find me. I don't have fine being stepdaddy, taking them like every other weekend. I don't have problem being stepmom. It's yeah. like I don't have no problem because it's like it's a person that I want, and if they have people, because one, I don't see children as baggage because they're children. It's like, that means they a package. This is the man I want. And he's included, in like, so he, the man I want is in a package. The woman I want is in a package. Mm -hmm. I don't have no problem with this. Y'all yeah. have a problem. Yeah, now, will, will I prefer somebody with, uh, I've, I've been like, I've been questionable where I date somebody with kids because only because I've been hurt before. But if the mm -hmm. woman I need shows up and she got a kid or two, okay, you know what? She give me what I need. I'll roll yeah. with it. But, you know, obviously the preference will be one with no kids because, you know, because that's just the hurt side, you know. But we all know if that one person shows up and they're doing everything what we need, they're doing, they're showing us things we haven't seen before, we're going to conform, you know. 
So what do you think about all the women who be posting what they want in a man and stuff? They have these long-ass lists of what they want and need in a man. They need that man to do or they require of a man. But they don't ever talk about what is, what is this man getting in return. Do you find that kind of odd? I would if the women were listing things that would add to their life and not subtract. Because I think a lot of times is that when we think about women, and I can only speak of the demo of Black women, a lot of times we sit on, I can do bad all by myself. So I don't need to have someone who's going to bring, who's going to subtract. I don't need somebody who's going to add to the struggle I may already be in. So if women are giving things, one, you got to listen to what they're saying. Um, If it's all superficial, and it's like it always rubs me the wrong way, but it also rubs me when men do it the wrong way, but then say women are wrong. It's like, they'll give you a superficial list and say women are wrong for doing a superficial list. I'm like, that's odd to me. <laughs> that always gets me as odd. But that I think is. it's like when women list things, it's kind of like people ask you, you know, what is your ideal? And sometimes your ideal could be up in the clouds just because you're like, you're asking me what I mean would just make me seem so great. There's some people like, oh yeah, I'm like 6'2", like beard and mustache that connect, a good hairline, good teeth. It's like, you know, it's like those kind of things. It's like, however, some people, and it's like, and I don't know if it just comes with age where you're like, you can compromise on some things. It's like some things I can compromise on. It's like, you like, you, you don't have to have veneers in your mouth. You don't, but you can't talk to me any kind of way. Mm-hmm. I don't care because you can have very nice veneers and talk to me like you lost your fucking mind. Hello. So it's like it's like you got to listen to the list. But if they're like looking, I'm looking for a good person. I'm looking for someone who wants to like just go and explore because that woman might be like, I want someone who wants to travel because I want someone to travel with me. There's nothing like solo travel because sometimes it feels good, but sometimes you just want to travel, especially to a warm place. Some place that's seen as romantic and you have a person. So of course I would want a person who would want to travel. So sometimes you listen to it like you gotta like, well, why would she want something like this? Because yeah. she wants somebody to come with her. It's not that because she wants somebody to do it for. Her. She wants somebody to come with me because I can do these things. Come on, baby, yeah. come with me. Yeah, oh, you want the vacation. I agree with that. I totally feel you on that. And it's like, mm-hmm. and my only problem with the list where people listen stuff is. Well, what do you have to offer in return? And it's like, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. It's like, y'all, some women don't <laughs> help me and stuff. But it's like, when you look at it, like, I've seen lists of people that have all these superficialists. He got to do this. He got to do that. He got to be good with the yard. He got to be a handyman. He got to do this. He got to do that. He got to be okay with being my friend first. But I'm like, all that for what? Like, look, all that for what? What am I getting out of this? Is like, well, if I'm asking you to mow the lawn, but you asking me to cook and clean, I feel like that's an even thing. Okay, because that's when even, I that's, say. Okay, so when I say that, so when I listen to people who talk about Kevin, and I've seen clips, I was like, here's the thing. I already know what he did. He actually said what he was going to do, and he knew what was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. let's be very clear, he started off with black men first. Yes, and he, he didn't did. get the clicks and views. And then he said, if I start talking about women, all of a sudden y'all going to come over here. It was like, but please know, y'all, again, he is a black man. He was calling y'all asses raggedy. You're like, how much do you think? You're raggedy and nobody ain't going to want you. I'm like, that wasn't coming from us. 
Let's see. Like, I know. Hey, hey. He's talking yeah, about I know. Y'all. I know. Everybody got everybody got mad on his clicks of what went viral and stuff. But I was I was sometimes I'd be working overnight, so I did a little digging on him. I'm like, oh, this is what, and I'm seeing what kind of women he dealt with on the standard that met the standards and stuff. So he already had his standards and stuff. But that's besides the point. It's just. You know, you gotta be given something for even trade. You well, know, well, I'm talking about. I was talking about what his standards were of men. So the thing yeah. about it is, it's like very much like like you would hear men say, "I have an issue with y'all only talking about superficial things." I'm like, so did you listen to Kevin Samuels? Because he wasn't talking about anything about personality. Mm-mm. He was only talking about how much money do you make, what kind of car do you drive, what kind of job do you do, where do you live. I'm like, baby, that was not coming from any women. That was coming directly from men because I also sit on this. When I tell y'all, when y'all listen to women and what they think about, please know there's probably some man in their life who probably told them that. It's not coming from another woman. It's coming from another man. And you're like, you might want to check where that's coming from. <laughs> because yeah, guess what? The men in our lives are like, yeah, don't don't deal with these raggedy ass niggas. And they will say it. It's not coming from women. It's coming from men. <laughs> yeah, and also, it's also possibly coming from um, how, how they've been treated by men as well. And they're like, um, I don't want this for myself, you know. It's like because that's what, and honestly, that's what that goes to um, for men as well. Like because mm-hmm. our perceptions of women can come from other women who are just friends. Now, for me personally, most of them come from friends and a sibling. You know, it's just sometimes mm-hmm. I get it from mama, but of course, but mama spent more time worrying about how I was developing instead of trying to teach me what to look about a woman. Mama, I forgive you, by the way. You know what I'm saying? So, but. So, but I think what it it also is, is that um, for some women, especially when you get up in age, you think about certain like time periods. There was a long time where when it came to um, women, they loved their sons and raised their daughters. So then you saw men who were not mentally equipped or didn't seem like they could understand. It's like, why aren't you just doing the stuff that my mama did? It's like, because she's your mother and she birthed you. Like, this is very weird to me. And it's like, then it became like they didn't get that part. But then there's the other side of, you see, because one, again, I'm 40, so I'm over a certain age where you see men like, man, y'all doing all this. My mama had to do this, this, that, and the third. My grandmother had to do this. She had to do this. Have you ever talked to your grandmother? Have you actually, like, ask her a question with your grandfather. Ask her, was she happy? You'll find a grandmother who will say, no, she wasn't. She will say, I I had to, like, I had to deal with it. They're like, I had to cry into pillows every night, but stay because there was a certain part in this life. You see women that are like 70, 80, 90 years old who remember they couldn't even get a bank account without another man attached to Mm it. They couldn't even have their own bank account. So when you think about it, they're like, my mother and my grandmother and my auntie had to do this. I'm like, but did you wonder why? My mama dated the bus driver. My mama dated the plumber. My mama did this. I'm like, because that's the only jobs that black men could get. That's the part that you're leaving out. I'm like, there is nuance to all of it. When we say it's systemic, it really is. Yes, it, it's so uh, systemic, and it just got us turned against each other and stuff. And right. we got to learn to evolve from that. And it's like, correct. It's it's 2023. We get it. You know, our Ooh. our parents did our parent what our parents did and our grandparents did is not what we doing now. And at the end of the day, it boils down to 
how someone treats you and how someone feels about you and stuff. That's what it boils down to. And yeah, are they going to be consistent with their effort? Are they going to be consistent and with communication? Right. That's all it boils down to. So for me, it's just, you just like, once you get to a certain age, I'm in my 30s, I just toss out the laces stuff like, can you do mm-hmm. this? Can you do that? Look, and let's, and where you going, you know, we'll figure this thing out. Correct. Correct. Because you just get to a certain age where you're like, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and really evaluate someone for all these things I want, you know, because it's like you can get all those things, but you might be dealing with someone who's a cheater or who probably just can't let go of their ex or someone who. I thought you said get rid of your, I thought you were saying get rid of your eggs. I'm like, you what? No, no. Someone <laughs> who can't get eggs rid of their ex. Come down, but. <laughs> Nah, I wouldn't talk about no eggs. We know eggs is higher than Alaska right now, you know. I don't know. They, don't know they have come down, so I'm very excited. Since the price has gone down, I'm like, ooh. I got eggs at Aldi's for $2.99. They're like, where? I'm like, yeah, it's not even $5. No, but it depends. You got to search around. Damn, slowly but surely, know. it's coming down. Yes, yeah, everything's coming down slowly but surely, you know. Come mm-hmm. on down some more, goddammit. <laughs> like get back down to like under a dollar for a dozen of eggs and Aldi's, y'all. That used to be my spot. I'm like, whoa, why are we going up? Yeah, um, Aldi's used to be my spot. I just didn't like the fact they charged me for bags, though. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, there was no. And also, another thing is there was no Aldi's in the routes that we're going. Like, if I was going, uh, really. Yeah, if I was like oh. coming home from work, that's when I'll usually do my grocery shopping if I need anything, pick up mm-hmm. something at the store if I need mm-hmm. something. But there's no Audi in my route to work, so that's how it oh. is. That's right, because you work overnight, right? Yeah, I work overnight. And, wow. and there's no Audi? That sucks. There is the Audi, but it's just not the way I'm going. It's like when I'm going from oh, work and okay. stuff, you know, I okay. have to go out the way. I have to go out my way to go, but anyways. So what you got planned for your podcast for the rest of the year? So for the rest of the year, I know that I want to definitely keep talking about, because I love reality shows, I love recapping shows. So definitely want to keep going with the recaps of my favorite um, reality shows. But I also want to get back into my series with my friend, Old Man Wade, where we dissect comic book characters. Um, So we got to get back on that. Hello, Grief. We got to get together. So it's like he and I, he's, I love talking to him about comic books and blurdy shit. And I love talking to him about characters because not only do we have like, you know, the cartoons and the movies of characters, he has the comic book side. So I love talking to him like that. And I want to get another um, conversation conversation series because um, I've been doing different ones about, you know, Black women in corporate America, which I have to get that together. Talking about mental health, talking about trans issues and how it affects the whole community because the umbrella of Blackness is a lot of shit that goes in there. It's a lot of intersections that we don't, you know, discuss and it should be discussed. Yes, so. it, all, it all should be discussed. It all should definitely be brought to light. I definitely agree. And some <laughs> things I will definitely bring to the light on Liquor Talk as well. But, mm. but nevertheless, though, listen... Um, Stephanie, you have a great podcast. Obviously, you gave me a great conversation. Um, in your own words, why do people need to subscribe to the Mocha Men's podcast? Because I'm pretty. No, okay. Well, no, yes, I am. But you should definitely listen to the Mocha Men's podcast because 
We have nuanced conversations. We like to have fun. We have we like to have spicy hot takes and takes that you have never heard before. And I like to have fun and I like to laugh. So if you like to laugh and you like to joke and you like reality TV and movies and you like talking about current events, please come and come sit um, some mochaccino with me in Mocha Minutes. That's real. That's real. That's real. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me on Look at Talk today. You know, so I want to thank you for joining, blessing the Look at Talk with your presence. You know, taking a minute, taking a beautiful mocha minute, and spiking that mocha with some liquor. I appreciate it. You know, come on, <laughs> espresso like, martini. Ooh. Yes, that's right. That. Listen, like I tell everybody, when you ready for me to come, bless the mocha minutes with my presence. You just let me know because I might be in Florida, but I'm just one DM away. Better believe it, you know, we're gonna make it happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you said April now, so y'all look at I y'all did. Look y'all be on the lookout for that. But nevertheless, I want to thank you for coming on and thank you to listeners and subscribers for listening to Liquor Talk. Thank you for everybody that's been pouring up and tuning in, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast at. Until the next time. Keep pouring up that liquor and keep tapping in with that podcast that's taking over for the 23 and the 24. We out this motherfucker. Good night, y'all. Bye, y'all.